Welcome to the Linfit Coaching Podcast, where we take some of the most important fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle topics, and we make them practical for you, so you can take it with you in your daily life. Hey guys, in today's episode of the Linfit Coaching Podcast, we're talking a little bit about movement or movement patterns, and why you should care about moving well first before you try to move often or to try to move more weight. And so this is something I've become super passionate about in my coaching practice and just as I've been an observer and a learner in the fitness and nutrition industry throughout uh, my professional career for over the last, uh, man, how many years is it? So about 15 years now, kind of crazy. Um, but I just wanted to dive into this a little bit. Why should we try to move well first? Um, so first I want to talk about, man, this is a, a core thing that I've noticed so, so much throughout my uh, coaching days is that um, how well a person moves or how well a person has mastery over their own body and controlling their body, whether they're moving an external object or they're moving just themselves, uh, whether it's like an athletic sort of sport type movement or sprint drill or it's just like a body weight exercise, anything like that. Um, the ability that someone has to have mastery over how their body moves and control is really directly related to whether they get hurt or whether they like your program or whether they can keep doing it uh, for the long term. Um, because what I see again and again and again is that um, if people have bad movement patterns, and what is a movement pattern? If people have a bad movement pattern, then they're going to end up hurting themselves down the road somewhere. And so what is a movement pattern? Um, and a movement pattern is basically like the sum of all of your joints and your body moving together. It's not isolating any one thing. It's your body moving in one cohesive pattern. Your body's moving as a unit. And so uh, a movement pattern is not isolating any one joint or anything. It's seeing how does your body move as a whole. Um, these are common movement patterns. And so some people will try to identify like seven to nine different movement patterns or, or kind of foundational movements that they try to uh, build in their programs and things like that. So, um, But if you can't assess someone's movement patterns, if you struggle to develop those movement patterns or coach those movement patterns and you start loading people too soon, whether it's a high volume of exercise or a lot of weight, then uh, people can end up getting hurt. And this is where this is a huge thing uh, for individuals and for coaches. As an individual, if uh, you notice that you're getting aches and pains, that's your body telling you a signal that, man, something needs to be fixed here, whether it's the amount of overall work that you're doing or how you're moving. It's probably at least a little bit of both. Um, or coaches... Man, this is a major thing because one of the core responsibilities of a coach is actually to keep your people safe. People entrust you with their fitness and their health. And so it is irresponsible on my end if I do not try to do everything within my power to help correct your movement patterns, to correct your form, your technique. Um, if I stack on more weight to help please you to feel like you got a good workout and you end up getting hurt that ultimately ends up hurting both of us anyways because you may not trust me anymore you may never come back and so this is really really crucial and so i think Greg cook from functional movement systems 
says it best. He says, move well first, then move often. That's one of his famous sayings. And Greg Cook is one of the leading guys in the industry. And who knows, maybe we'll be lucky enough to have him on this podcast one day. But he speaks a lot to getting a simple base assessment of how people's movement patterns are, what are their limitations, or uh, even he calls it asymmetries, um, which is not like a muscular imbalance. This is more like one side is working differently than the other. So how can we get them working together? It's more about connecting your brain to your body. And so these are our movement patterns. We've got to learn how to do movement. And some people are better at it than others. Some people have more of a sport background. Some people are naturally more coordinated and learn better than others. But everyone needs this, no matter how experienced you are, how long you've been doing it. Because uh, even for the best world-class athletes, they'll get little nicks and bruises and small injuries here. And your body will actually... Um, do something that it's really good at. Our bodies are amazingly good at avoiding pain. They'll do what's called compensation. They'll compensate. They'll change the way you move in order to avoid pain. For example, let's say you rolled your ankle. You know, this isn't going to be a, a permanent change. It's not going to be a permanent injury, but that day, maybe your ankle is really sore. And so you, you will change the way you walk. You may not feel that much different. You may not look drastically different, but you look really closely you're favoring one side over the other and so it changes the way you walk and that could lead to developing some tightness in your hips or some pain in your back Um, it can throw off the entire system and so our body is a system it's a unit and so one small thing can make us compensate and make us hurt and so if that doesn't get fixed that small rolled ankle can lead to an entire chain reaction of things that leads you to moving worse, getting stiff and hurting, having back pain, all that. Um, Just because you changed the way you walked and you didn't go back to what you were doing before that. So super fascinating, interesting, right? Um, This is why we need to care about movement. This is why we always need to be reassessing and trying to always perfect it. And we shouldn't compromise the way we move to try to move an extra pound, to get an extra rep. Say you're in in like a functional fitness class where you're trying to beat the person next to you and uh, you just throw your technique out the window to try to get an extra rep because you want to beat that person. It's good that you're competitive, but you might end up paying for it later um, because you might hurt yourself in that workout or you're just reinforcing a bad movement pattern, a bad technique that's eventually going to hurt you later. And maybe you're young enough right now that it doesn't affect you at the moment. You don't feel it much now, but someday with consistent use, with bad technique, it's going to put unnecessary strain on your muscles and tendons and your and your joints and everything. It's going to get you hurt someday. And that's why, uh, man, guys like myself or even more uh, natural medicine guys or like chiropractors, people who are into you know natural healing people who are trying to restore and see what the root cause of the issue whenever i see someone moving um and they don't care about fixing it if they have a bad movement pattern it it hurts me inside a little bit <laughs> um because uh as a professional now i see movement differently i'm constantly observing how people are moving and i see that man if we can just help people move better um then their quality of life is going to increase significantly and they're going to be able to push themselves to a much better limit than they ever thought possible. Because if you move well, your technique's better, your body's going to move better than you ever thought. 
Um, and you're going to be able to go at a higher intensity than you ever thought if your move- movement patterns are really good. So this is why movement patterns are incredibly important. So if you're someone who has been doing exercise, you know you have something wrong, um, something doesn't feel right, or you have aches and pains, uh, or if you know you've had bad technique for quite a while, um, man, it is completely okay. I know it's humbling, it, but it is completely okay to go backwards and work on your technique. And if you've been doing it for years, it might take you a little while to get out of that habit of doing that technique or something that the way you've been doing it um, to fix it, to get it into a better form and technique and movement pattern. And you might need some help. You might need some professional help, a professional eye to be able to see what you're doing and help you fix that. Um, And so like even, for example, like uh, a distance runner, you've been running the same way your whole life. Uh, But there are professionals out there who can take a look at your running stride and see like, man, this is why you have back pain. This is why you have knee pain. This is why you have hip pain. Is simply because of how you run. It's not the shoes. It's not the clothes. It's not the distance you're running. Uh, although shoes and the distance you're running, the the amount of volume that you're doing could be a potential um, thing causing some of the pain. But a lot of times, it's actually the way you run, the technique that you run, the movement patterns that you have, or the lack of mobility um, and stretching that you may be doing. So, very interesting stuff. And so. Um, This is what I've done in my practice. Um, I've started doing um, the functional movement screen every single client that I have. I make it a requirement in everything that I do um, because, and I reassess because it's not okay to just do it once and then leave it. See ya. Um, I want to test and retest, assess and reassess because that helps me see, like, okay, how high a risk are you at right now? You know, is there a major asymmetry there is there something that's way out of whack that we need to work on before we try to load this um and that's just part of me having high integrity of a coach and that seems that is uh something that i think really needs to be there more and more in the fitness industry um that coaches personal trainers need to have a higher integrity of how they operate and uh that's why we need to be moving well first and then move often and so just by doing a little movement screen and, and doing that um, doing different corrective exercises, working that into your program. And even it doesn't necessarily have to be something that you as a client or working on yourself need to even really notice that much. By just doing a little bit of exercises that force you to balance, to force you to think about how you move, by slowing down the movement a little bit, it's going to help you to correct a lot of those errors. And just by becoming more aware of that, it's going to help you move so much better. It's going to help you feel so much better. Um, that awareness, that cognitive awareness is going to be super, super helpful to you. And so there's a few organizations that are doing it super well. I'd say the functional movement systems are doing really good with Gray Cook, um, really um, head that up. And, uh, and then Active Life is also doing really, really well at getting a good assessment and having um, a progressive way to help move people along um, in developing their movement patterns, working on their weaknesses, helping address pain and and lack of movement. Um, PT Distinction is doing pretty well also um, at helping people fix themselves. And that's the cool thing about all these programs is is it helps you fix yourself without um, needing to have any other more extensive work done. Um, Because uh, you you never want to get to the point of surgery. Because once you have surgery, once you go under the knife, it's never going to be the same again. 
And so if you can do anything within your power um, that will allow you to fix yourself, to improve your movement patterns, to get relief from pain, man, that's a win. That's going to help you be normal. It's going to help you have a better quality of life for the rest of your life for as long as you can. And then I'd say the last uh, organization that's doing it really well um, is The Ready State with Kelly Starrett. Um, these four um, companies are doing super well um, in my experience. Of They're just getting really good at getting down to the root cause of the issue and showing you how you can um, solve the problem yourself. And and I've learned so much from these different organizations, and I know I'm trying to apply as much as I can to my coaching practice. But I wanted to share with you guys a little bit of ta- a little bit today about why that is, about why movement matters. And so I hope that this podcast helped you understand why moving well first is super important. That you should prioritize that first before you try to do a high volume kind of workout or try to move a lot of weight, try to load that movement because you want to be moving well first, making sure everything's in balance, making sure that you're aware of how you move. You understand your body and what are your limitations. And so you can understand how you can move safely and how you can train safely and improve your quality of life. So this is it for today. Thanks for listening. Give me a little review. Give me a shout out uh, what you want to hear about and I'll catch you guys on the next one.